Welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast, where our job is to help you build visibility, professional credibility, and connection with your ideal client by putting the human at the center of innovative marketing so you can build and strengthen an engaging, enduring relationship with your ideal clients. I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz, and I'm honored that you're here with me. If you haven't joined our wonderful marketing transformation community yet, go to innovabiz.co and collect your free gift as well. Do subscribe to the show and also leave a review because it helps others find us. Let's get into today's masterclass on this InnovaBuzz podcast. Don't create for just now, create for like also the future. And that is the beauty of personal branding. It's just like, it's the one thing that could stay consistent with you, whether you're like selling like ice cream today, tomorrow you're selling t-shirts, like whatever it is. I feel like that is the one thing that could stay consistent and you could see growth with, and you can take that person from the beginning of their journey and take them with you as you grow. Welcome back. I hope your week's been awesome so far. If you haven't yet listened to my recent conversations with author of Disruption Off, Terry Jones, and with Pinterest powerhouse, Laura Reich, then after you've listened to today's episode, go check them out too. I'm really excited today to have on the Innova Buzz podcast as my guest, Marina Girgis of Livin' Vivaciously. Marina is a brand expert helping freedom-obsessed entrepreneurs build pivot-proof and true-to-self personal brands to make more money online and live vivaciously. Her ultimate goal is to empower women to overcome their limiting beliefs, face their fears, tell their stories and live more freely despite gender and cultural norms, perhaps saying otherwise. Marina is living a freedom-filled life on her terms, traveling the world solo, and has been doing that for the past five years while running her business. In our conversation today, Marina talked to me about being clear about the purpose of your business and moving with it. Being really clear about your ideal day so your business can deliver that. And how the job of every business is to start meaningful value-filled conversations. Without further ado then, let's fly into the hive and get the buzz from Marina Girgis. Hi, I'm your host Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz and I'm really excited to welcome today to the InnovaBuzz podcast all the way from New York in the USA, Marina Gurgis, who's a personal branding coach, a speaker, and strategist for women entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Innova Buzz podcast, Marina. It's a real privilege to have you as a guest. Thank you, Jürgen. Really, really excited to be here today. Nia Lee, who was our guest on episode 403 of the Innova Buzz podcast, suggested that we have a conversation with you and introduce us, Marina. So big hello to Nia as well. Nia's awesome. Thank you so much. 
Now, your business is all around living a freedom-filled life, living it on your own terms, and you personally have been doing that and traveling the world solo for the last five years. And um, I'm curious to find out how the COVID uh, lockdowns have impacted on on that lifestyle, but um, you're all about helping other people to do the same thing. So I'm really looking forward to learn more about that before we get on to all those things that you do and everything around personal branding, which is your forte. What is it that drives you and how does that shape what you do today? <laughs> That's such a great question. Thank you. Um, I think what drives me is living life on my own terms. So I've always just, all my life, I've been looking for ways to live life the way I want to live it. And to me, that came in the form of traveling, finding more freedom in my life. And that's what a business really brings you. I mean, if it's set up the right way, I feel like that's what a business brings you. Um, so everything that I do comes from that place. Um, I actually left my corporate job because I felt like that wasn't giving me the freedom um, and the lifestyle that I wanted, even at a really great pay and benefits and all the security that a human could need, especially living in New York. It just wasn't driving me. So I knew there was a different way of living life. And that's what I'm doing now. And that's what keeps me going and showing up consistently. Mm, I love it. And um, as someone that ended up spending 27 years in the corporate world, I, I know what that's like. Certainly the last couple of those years um, turned out for me to be um, not enjoyable. The first 25 or so were very enjoyable. The, it, it took me a while to learn that I needed to yeah. make a change. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. A lot of us can stay for a while and, and not realize what's on the other side, right? But we have so many yeah. opportunities now. So what prompted your change from the corporate world? <laughs> um, I, I, never, I never felt like I fit in. I was... Uh, too much of that or this. I'm too bubbly, too smiley, um, <laughs> have big hair, all those things. And um, what prompted it was um, I ended up actually <laughs> getting into some sort of things with my boss and getting on a performance improvement plan. And I just knew that, um, you know, I excelled in everything that I did. So I just knew that the place had to be the problem. Um, so I uh, decided that I'm going to start my business. And at the beginning, it actually was just a blog. Um, I started out writing about travel because I thought that many other women, I'm, I'm from Egypt, so I wanted to specifically help, uh, you know, North African, Middle Eastern women to travel more since that's the, a big no-no in my culture, right? Um, so I, I was writing the blog and then from there after I left that job uh, that developed into my business. So that kind of was a big pivotal moment. Uh, but I would say the, the second one was actually uh, COVID and the pandemic. Um, I, just, I just knew that I can't go back to corporate. I, I won't fit in if I went back. I <laughs> just knew that I will not be living the life that I want. So my only choice was to really focus on my business. So I actually hired a coach. Um, I started uh, showing up online, started creating content to attract clients and basically leveraging all the things that were not welcomed when I was in corporate, all the things that people said, 
you know, we're not politically correct, right? So bubbliness, all these things. And now I attract clients who actually resonate with this message. So that was a big shift for me. I think uh, a lot of people have experienced that shift during the pandemic. But for me, it's just, you know, having that time to sit down and focus and to build a business was <laughs> unfortunately part of, or fortunately, right? Part of like what mm. happened during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, um, I think a lot of people took the view that um, there's time freed up and there's space freed up that's been forced upon right. me. So what what can I do with that? That's constructive. Wow. So obviously you did yeah. you did that. Yeah. Um, you said something there about attracting the clients that resonate with your the way you do things resonate with your personality resonate with your message. The um, and and it occurred to me that yeah that's i mean we, we we do a lot of work around that in our business and it occurred to me that in the corporate world obviously you've got to fit in so you've got to fit in with the type of client the company has as opposed to attracting the type of clients that are a fit for us individually so um what what kind of things do you do and i know this touches on your topic of personal branding, but what kind of things do you do to get really clear about who it is that is your dream client, your ideal client, and how you attract them? Yeah, I think uh, this comes with a lot of ownership, just to address the first part of your um, statement there. So the ownership that we have once we are in our business, we get to decide who we want to help and why. Um, and we get to decide this kind of person that we want to let into our business, um, especially as a personal brand. Uh, you want to be selective because your name is associated with uh, the type of people that you help, right? And that attracts more people who are like that client. Um, I would say for me, what I do is I actually start by getting really clear on the the message and how I want to portray my personal brand, right? Like what is the image that I want um, to come across? Um, on the different uh, platforms that I'm using to leverage my personal brand. So I get clear on the message, I get clear on the purpose, and then I dive deep into who I want to help. Um, and oftentimes we just want to help a, as people say, like a younger version of us or a person who is at the beginning of the journey uh, where we were. So for me, it would be a woman who maybe sh shares um, something similar in her cultural background, some kind of restrictions, right? And she finds this uh, freedom in like travel or starting her own business. And then she wants to see how can she leverage that and bring in more opportunity and income to live the kind of life that she wants. So I always think back about what I needed when I started and I want to help that person. So it becomes a very seamless process between how you, what your image is and, and your message and the person that you're trying to help. So there's no disconnect there. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And I, I love the idea of starting off with the, the person you were perhaps five years ago and, and looking at that journey um, because a lot of the times when we talk to people about defining who their ideal client is or their dream client, it, it seems a very abstract um abstract process and and people really struggle with that part of it yeah i think a lot of a lot of times like you said it feels very abstract and it feels like 
what is even an ideal client, right? Mm. <laughs> and people oftentimes confuse um, an ideal client with a target audience. And in this whole social media world, it becomes even more confusing. But it is the simple way to look at it is that someone that you wish you had when you started out or mm. the person that was you, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever it is. Um, and just creating the message that will resonate with them, that will speak to them. Yeah. And and talk to us a little bit about the importance of building that message and, and keeping that message vibrant. Because as you grow the business and as you attract more clients, you learn, okay, that person isn't actually exactly like me five years ago, but they love what I do. And I love working with them and, and I'm making a difference in their life. So clearly they are an ideal client yeah so of course your business and you you develop your expertise expands so your business needs to develop and grow with you but i feel like what stays constant a lot of the time is the purpose that you started the business with for example mine is to help more people live vivaciously and actually that was the purpose of the blog when i started the business is just a travel blog. Uh, that did not change till this day. I help people start businesses in their own personal brand and leverage that for more opportunities so that they can live vivaciously. So I feel like when the purpose also, when you start with that bigger purpose that you have and making that vague, even though people are like, get really specific. Mm. This is the one thing where you can like keep vague and keep open because then you can bring in more people, right? Because you are growing and and you are expanding, but you still want to help those people at the beginning of their journeys. And then you also, I mean, let's talk a little bit about offers. You have different offers within your businesses. You have the offer that helps the person on the beginning of their journey, the middle of their journey, once they become, um, you know, that personal brand that you hope that they would become. So there is that almost that ladder that they, they, that they can take with you. And as they go up that ladder, you make more money and they make more money and they're growing and you're growing as well. So I think it's it's looking at the brand as an ecosystem and like something that, you know, will grow. So I always tell my clients, don't create for now, just now create for like also the future. And that is the beauty of personal branding. It's just like it's the one thing that could stay consistent with you, whether you're like selling like ice cream today tomorrow you're selling t-shirts like whatever it is i feel like that is the one thing that could stay consistent and you could see growth with and you can take that person from the beginning of their journey and take them with you as you grow hmm. yeah I, lo I love that the whole idea of the customer journeys and and meeting people where they're at because some people may have mm -hmm. kind of taken a part of that journey on their own so um and, right. and they're still an ideal client and so they don't need your help in, in that part of the journey that they've already completed. So, yeah, I love that. Absolutely. Um, it, it's fascinating to me. You talked about uh, being really clear about the purpose. And you also mentioned earlier that you took on a business coach and you really kind of built the messages and the branding during the COVID lockdown. And yet I think your business started off being called Living, Living Vivaciously, right? Or Vivaciously. Yes. Yeah, how you pronounce it, but the, the um, <laughs> right, yeah. So the 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 idea of the purpose you were pretty clear on, at least enough to get the the name and your kind of consistent with your personality and what you were trying to achieve. 
Yeah. Um, I actually, I think we all know <laughs> what our purpose <laughs> is. We don't need to hire a coach to tell us. Uh, deep down, we, I think as humans, we all want to help people in some way, some capacity. That's why we start businesses. That's why we want to do things. I think especially as personal brands, there has to be a bigger purpose to what we're doing. Otherwise, the money is going to come in, right? The profit is going to mm. come in. You're going to make the money. And then what happens? Right? Are you just going to leave this and move into the next thing and the next thing? I feel like moving with that in mind, moving with that purpose will help you keep that passion for what you do alive. Like I said, whether you're selling ice cream or T-shirts, you still have that purpose in mind. So as long as I'm helping you live vivaciously, I don't care what I'm offering, right? Because like right now, I have coaching services. At the beginning, I started with social media management. Uh, I just wanted to make some money. We have to all be honest, right? At the beginning of mm. our journeys, we need to make some money from our businesses. But then you realize that you could help take people through your purpose and live your own purpose as well as your um, services um, elevate as well. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about living vivaciously. So what does that actually mean to you? And um, let's let's define it a little bit so that the listener's clear about it as well. <laughs> I love that. I actually love that the term is now catching on. And on Instagram, <laughs> a lot of people will... <laughs> A lot of a lot of people will say, "Oh, I'm living vivaciously," or my clients will say, "Let's get vivacious." Uh, living vivaciously just means living um, living on your own terms, living life the way you want, running your business the way that you want without the BS. Um, I just always hear a lot of people tell you, "You you have to do this in your first year. You have to do that in your second year." If you're launching a product, you need two weeks to like, you know, create hype, all those things. I feel like at the end of the day, if you're living vivaciously and you're doing things on your own terms, you're going to find that joy in what you do and it's going to be successful and it's going to resonate with the people that you're trying to help. So that is to me living vivaciously. And personally, it just means um, continuing to do the work that brings me joy, but not only that, but that creates impact in other people's lives. Hmm. So it's um, building a business that serves your lifestyle as opposed to the other way around, which is what most people actually do it right. the other way around. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is a good summary, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit more about how you go about building an authentic brand. And you talked about being authentic, being true to yourself and true to your vision or your purpose. Um, how do you convey that message, build that authentic brand. Yeah. So um, you want to start with that purpose in mind. So anytime I actually help my clients build their brand, we always start with that bigger purpose that they want to have. And also, I like to always start with the, uh, with the lifestyle. What kind of vision do you have for the life that you want to live? Uh, we actually go through an exercise called my ideal day. So I have my clients write down what their ideal day looks like. Because honestly, like a lot of people start adding services like one-on-one um, -on -one coaching and then they end up hating it because that's mm. not where they find joy. Uh, for others, it could be that one-on-one -on -one coaching is where they find um, joy while helping with helping people. So it's we need to get clear at the beginning on what kind of like lifestyle we want to build. So we can actually also measure our success. Um, 
oftentimes we want to measure success by like there's this whole thing going on in Instagram right now. I don't know if you've seen it, but like the 10k months and the six figures. Like there's this like that is like when you've reached success in your business, you're making six figures or 10k months. I really think how I'm living right now is success to me because I'm able to work and travel anywhere I want and have that freedom to decide. Okay, I don't take any calls on Mondays and Fridays actually. So that to me is success. Uh, so when we're very clear about that in the beginning of building our brand and our brand journey, I think it makes the whole brand feel authentic and true to us because there won't be a time in, 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 in your brand journey as you're building your businesses and, and as it grows where you feel like, wait a second, this does not align with who I am and, and what I want it to begin with. Uh, because if we go back a little bit, people usually, if they're leaving their job to start a business, it's because they had a pain point and in their job, they couldn't be who they are. Maybe they weren't getting paid the amount of money that they want. Maybe it's all the politics, all of those things. So we don't want to bring that, uh, baggage into our own business. So I like to start with a very clear vision of mm. like the lifestyle that you want and the purpose and the impact that you want to have on people so that you have that joy continuously within your business. I love it. It's uh, very similar to the sort of work we start with when we do the marketing journey. Really? We have we have this metaphor of a lighthouse. So, you know, the lighthouse shining that constant light, which is the message. And the lighthouse is based on four pillars, which is um, your who. So being really clear about who you are, your why, the purpose that you're in business, really. And then, you know, just a very high level view of what you do and how you do it and part of where we start the why is really with an ideal day exercise so is oh it, that's uh, incredible yeah <laughs> so I've, I, I've got one for me this ideal day thing which is full of photographs and you know it's almost a vision board <laughs> <laughs> that is really how i, I think this is the way to go about it. And a lot of people don't think that way when they're starting a brand, they don't think about the kind of life that they want and you jump in and you invest money, you know, left and right into your brand. And then you end up with something that you don't even love. Um, <laughs> and that's how people burn out and give up on their brand. Right. <laughs> mm, yeah. And, and you mentioned also, I mean, it, this is a really big one for me is what, what is success for you personally? Uh, every individual defines that a little bit differently. And, and if there's people online saying, you know, you must have a 10,000 or a $50,000 month. Um, and until you get there, you're not successful. Well, that's measuring against other people's targets. That's sort of like what you did in the corporate world. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And when you're in your business, you get to run it the way you want to and measure success how you want to. That's the beauty of it all. Yep, that's right. Okay, now um, you mentioned Instagram a moment ago, and you also said earlier that you did a lot of work around social branding. I'm a bit curious as to how do you see Instagram in terms of getting the message out? I mean, uh, to me, it's a very visual medium, and I use it a lot just to post. I, I have a personal account that I use primarily just to post my photographs. So. Um, how do you see Instagram as a tool to, to help get that message out and, and strengthen your personal brand? Yeah, Instagram is actually my main uh, platform. 
and how I attract most opportunities and uh, clients. Uh, I always say I no longer pitch, people pitch me. And because they find me on Instagram, I think that's the moment where everyone, that everyone wants in their brand. Um, but as a personal brand, I think Instagram is powerful because it is visual, but also there's the audio concept of like going on IG live and like talking to people in real time builds so much authority. So I think it's one of those platforms, kind of like a podcast. It builds a lot of authority because people spend time with you and you can actually take your conversations in the direct message uh, section of Instagram. So if you're posting on stories, you can start conversations with the people that are following you and actually build a community. So a lot of the times, actually, my community are like, you know, how do you find time to like respond to all these messages? But I'm like, this is, this is the core platform. Hmm. So when you have a core platform, you really do take the time to be on it, to connect with the people. Um, but also, like, I just think that with Instagram is probably the only platform where you can go and have one-on-one -on -one conversations and also go live and also like do all these, like, I mean, there's Facebook, but Facebook is kind of, you know, dying or like not a lot of people. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's not as, as, as friendly as Instagram, I feel, but um, just Instagram is a beautiful place to actually build real relationships with people. I mean, me and Nia met on Instagram and I've actually, I'm hosting a retreat in Bali um, the end of the year. And uh, my, my Bali retreat partner is, I met her on Instagram. So you can mm. meet amazing people who are in the same field as you, who will also recommend you to opportunities. Uh, people will find you and pitch you or like clients will come to you and there's the link in your bio where they can click and like purchase your products directly or your services. So it's an incredible, incredible platform for anyone building their uh, business or personal brands. Hmm. There's, there's one thing though that you said there that I think, you know, regardless of what platform you're on or regardless of how you're engaging with people, that's really important. And that's the, the concept of building relationships. Uh, you know, you, you, you mentioned, well, you can go on live and you can then take conversations. So for me, all this social media should be about starting conversations and, and where people yeah. resonate with your message and post some comment that that's meaningful. Um, and, and this is my recommendation too. If you're going to post a comment on somebody's social media posts, make it add value of some way and, and think about it as a conversation starter. So if you want to start a conversation with that person. So, so I think what you said about responding is, is really important to respond to those comments and take the conversation further yeah i mean we all know in marketing that the most expensive thing anyone could give us is the most valued thing is people's attention so if someone's taking the time out of their day to like send me a direct message on instagram or to leave me a comment i will for sure 100 percent respond back give them the time because I think also people are now looking for others who resonate with them, right? There are so many options. There's so many coaches in the market. There's so many people selling the same thing, but how are they going to come to me and, and pick me as their coach if they can't resonate with me? If I can't have a conversation with them even before pitching them or selling to them. So I think, I think that's so important what you just said about 
make those comments really valuable, whether you're leaving them or someone else is, and just take the conversation to the next level to always ask deeper questions. Uh, a lot of times we just want to say thank you and that's it, right? Because we're busy people. Mm. But I think it is our job as, you know, when we're marketing our own business and promoting our personal brands, it is our job to take the conversation to the next level, to get people to connect with us. So you're no longer pitching people directly. People are coming to you asking for your services. Mm, yeah. And, and that's a, to me, that's a really authentic way to go about it. I mean, I feel very uncomfortable talking to somebody that I really don't have a relationship with. I know that perhaps my services can help them. And I, I feel really uncomfortable, though, in pitching to them until I've established some sort of relationship. So I think that's really Absolutely. important. And I love what you said about, um, yeah, do more than just say thank you. So I get quite a few comments <laughs> on our, our podcast posts where people said, I really loved, the, loved your conversation with Marina, for example. And, and my usual response is, well, thanks. Um, what, what was your biggest takeaway? Exactly. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's the best thing. Anytime anyone comments, um, this was great. I always ask, what was great about it? What did you like? <laughs> you can also take it further if like you're on Instagram and send them a direct message and say, I'm so happy you resonated with my last IG live. What did you love about it? How, do you have any questions? There's always room for us to take our relationships on social media to the next level, which is an, which naturally makes people want to work with you. And especially when you're a service, um, you're a service provider or a personal brand, that is so, that is the most important thing in your business is to create relationships and conversations. Hmm. Yep, that's uh, that's a really great summary, I think, of, of any marketing strategy is your job is to create relationships and conversations. Love it. All right, well, this is fabulous, Marina. I can go on for ages talking about all, all kinds of things, personal branding, because clearly in all the marketing work we do, there's, there's um, you know, personal branding is, is at the core of it. I think it's a good time though to move on to the buzz, which is our innovation round. And it's designed to help our listeners who are primarily innovators and leaders in their field with some tips from your experience. So I've got five questions. Hopefully you'll give us some insightful answers and inspire the listener to go and do something awesome as a result today. Awesome, let's do it. All right, what's the number one thing you think anyone needs to do to be more innovative? Treat humans like humans. <laughs> <laughs> you really should consider consider like the human aspect of everything. Like whenever we're creating a new product or a service, just think about this person that you're trying to help and creating that for as a human being and what they really need to get to that next level with you. Hmm. I love it. It's uh, our our philosophy, our whole business philosophy is make marketing human again. So that. Yes. It really warms my heart. <laughs> that is. Well, you truly align. I love it. <laughs> All right. Now, what's the best thing you've done to develop new ideas? Um, take breaks. You know, go on vacation <laughs> whenever you can, of course. Uh, you know, just taking breaks, really um, taking time for myself. Um, writing things down and journaling. Um, I feel like my best ideas come from a place of peace and relaxation 
So a lot of us, when we run our own businesses, we forget to take time for ourselves. We'll always go, 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 go. What's the next thing we can do? So my best advice is to take time for you. Hmm. Yeah, I, that's great advice. I find that sometimes when I'm really working hard to meet a deadline and, and I'm stressed and so on, that the best thing I can do is actually take an hour to do nothing related to that <laughs> particular project that has the deadline. And, and when I come yeah. back after that hour and have relaxed and done something that I enjoy, I, first of all, I, I have got a lot of new ideas. And secondly, I'm so much more productive. Exactly. I mean, there's a good reason why we get our best ideas in the shower because we're super <laughs> relaxed. <laughs> mm. Yep. The mind's not focused on any specific activity and um, it's exactly. just on autopilot. Yeah. It's flowy. So do you have a favorite resource you use most often? Um, I actually... I typically actually just <laughs> resources meditation. <laughs> okay. I know some people think it's cliche, but um, I I truly I truly believe like the best the best thing for us is to take time alone um, without the outside noise. The thing the second resource will be to actually go to my um, my community that I've created on online who are in the same field as me and to have conversations with them. So those will be my, mm. my two go-to. Hmm. Yeah, and talking, talking to your community can uncover so many opportunities and it's really a learning, isn't it? Yeah, and there's also two ways. You have the community of peers that people will understand um, what you're going through and can resonate with you and can give you advice. But then there's also the community, the people who are your potential um, clients who will reveal a lot of their pain points and what they're going through to you in conversations so you can actually easily come up with new solutions for them and content and um, strengthen your messaging basically from there. That's the mm -hmm. best way. I think that's the best way to go about it because you could Google it all day long, but you'll end up just repeating what everyone has been doing for years for years. From years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stumbling on my words and, now. <laughs> and as as you said earlier, that our job is to start conversations, and there's so much we yeah. can learn from those conversations. Absolutely. Okay, now, what's the best way to keep a client on track when you're working with them? <laughs> to actually check in on them. Uh, I do this thing where. I will go uh, because, like I said, my main platform is Instagram and a lot of the personal brands that I help build are on Instagram. So I will <laughs> I will actually send them messages and, and ask them where they've been, what have they been doing? I think the accountability um, comes from there is showing people that you care about them and you just want to prove to them that you're actually doing the work. Hmm. Yeah, I like the showing them that you care about them and caring about their progress. Um, yeah. Because I think that, again, that's the human touch to me. It's not about we agreed that you were going to have this done this week. Have you done it sort of thing? And, and you know, like the teacher that's going to wrap you over the knuckles if you haven't, haven't completed it. It's more about the, you know, I'm, I care about your success. So I yeah. just want to see where you're at with, with that activity. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think the one of the best things that you could hear from a client is when they say, oh, I did this thing. I think you'll be very proud of me. It's such a beautiful <laughs> moment because you feel like they, they're thinking about you, too, you know, because you've just instilled in them like you have to do this work for you. So, mm. yeah, I love it. Yeah. I have heard that, and I I, I always think, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now what's the number one thing anyone can do to differentiate themselves? Incorporate all parts of who they are into their brand. Um, a lot of us humans are multi-passionate, uh, multi-faceted people, and I know this goes against all marketing, where it says you have to be really niche, uh, you do have to be niche in the problem that you're solving for people, but I think you could still showcase all parts of who you are and bring in that human element of your brand. Um, for example, like for me, it's travel and doing meditating and taking care of myself. I talk about wellness a lot and people love it. I don't think it takes away from my expertise. I don't think it takes away from the opportunities that I get um, as a, a branding expert. So, but it differentiates me from other people because my message is always different. It, it has everything that makes me who I am. Hmm. Yeah, that's fabulous advice. And I think um, there's, and, and this, is, this comes from the corporate world again, I think, where people believe that they have to separate the personal life and the business life and they carry that over into their entrepreneurial journey and they, leave out the well i'm you know travel's my hobby or mm -hmm. photography's my hobby or cycling's my hobby so I leave that out but all of that is part of me personally and uh that that makes me different so there's lots of marketers around but there's not probably no one else that's a marketer and a photographer and a travel enthusiast and a bike rider mm -hmm. and a podcaster so the more you bring into that that doesn't mean to say that um, you know, I'm going to train people on riding their bicycle because clearly I'm exactly. not not really one of my skills. Or photography, I could probably teach them a little bit about photography, but again, there are better people to do that. Mm -hmm. So you can niche down your service, as you say, um, and still incorporate everything in your own personal brand. Yeah, well said. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for getting us through the buzz round. Now. Um, this has been fabulous. As I say, uh, where can people find out more about you and reach out perhaps and say thank you? And I guess Instagram is where, where you've spent yes, your time. So. Definitely. Please find me on Instagram at Vivaciously Marina. Um, and I would love to hear from anyone who's listened to this podcast. Uh, you can mention the name of the podcast in a direct message, a DM. Love to chat with people one-on-one -on, -one on there. Um, that is my most active platform. Uh, the other way you can find me is through my website um, at liveinvivaciously.com and live in without the G because we keep it very casual at living vivaciously. <laughs> yeah. And, and are you still taking people for um, signing up people for the retreat in Bali? Yes. So we still have a few spots for the retreat in Bali. Um, and I also am doing coaching. Um, I do have a group uh, brand development coaching program that is 12 weeks and um, I'm continuously taking people into that. Okay, so all of those details are on the website, are they? 
and absolutely they are. Fantastic. All right. Well, we'll um, include links in the show notes so people can click straight through. Yes. So do you have some parting advice for our listener today, Marina? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say, you know, stop trying to take on from everyone else in what they're doing and start finding what you truly, truly want to do with your business. Um, the rules don't matter anymore. Um, a lot of people who are listening to your podcast are probably innovative people, people who want to do things differently. So if that's you. I think you should start with the story, your own personal story and start with your purpose and the life that you want to build for yourself for years to come. We don't start businesses just for now, just for today, just to make a quick buck. We start them to build a legacy. So I would say start looking at what you can do uh, for years to come that just feels aligned with who you truly are. Fabulous advice. I love it. All right. Well, thanks, Marina. Now, finally, who else should I get on this show and why? <laughs> you should definitely speak to uh, my retreat partner, uh, Vivian Okafor. Um, she is an incredible woman as well. She um, has been juggling her business, her full-time business that is very successful and her full-time job. So I think she has a lot of great advice uh, for people. Okay. Well, we'll get an introduction to Vivian from you and reach out to her to bring her on the show as well. Ooh, look forward to that. That sounds great. Well, thanks so much for sharing your time and your insights so vivaciously and so generously today, <laughs> Marina. I've really enjoyed our conversation. There's clearly lots of alignment between how we present our message and how we tackle the the first steps of the personal branding journey. So um, I've certainly learnt a lot in addition to some of the things that I do and um, look forward to continuing the conversation. So all the best for the future and let's stay in touch. Absolutely. Thank you for having me today. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that wonderfully energetic and engaging conversation with Marina and took something away from her episode. Her strategy around building a personal brand really resonated with me. Clearly, it's contributing to making marketing human again with the focus on self-awareness, clarity of purpose, ideal day and ideal client and of course relationships first. I'd love to know what you took away from Marina's episode. Leave a comment below the blog post to start our conversation, our meaningful conversation. The blog post can be found at innovabiz.co forward slash Marina Girgis. That is M-A-R-I-N-A-G-I-R-G-I-S. All lowercase, all one word, innovabiz.co forward slash Marina Girgis. You'll also find contact information there for getting in touch with Marina, as well as links to the Livin' Vivaciously website, to Marina's social media pages, and the other resources we spoke about in our conversation today. Now, if you liked and got value from this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Please share it with at least two other people that it might help. And tag me in on that share so that I can reach out to you with a special surprise. Marina suggested that we have a conversation with Vivian Okafor, her retreat partner, on a future InnovaBuzz podcast episode. 
So Vivian, keep an eye on your inbox for an invitation from us to the Innova Buzz podcast, courtesy of Marina Girgis. Tune in again to the next episodes of the Innova Buzz podcast, where we've got yet more fantastic guests lined up, including Raj Goodman-Anand of Goodman Lantern and Casey Berman of Leave Law Behind. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe to the show to be reminded of new episodes. It's free to subscribe. Leave a review if you like. Even if you don't like me, I'm okay with that. I'm asking you to leave a review because it helps other people find this show. Go to innovabiz.co to join our marketing transformation community and access a free gift my team and I made for you. It's the Marketing Master Mini Class. We want to give you everything you need to transform your marketing into a human-centered, relationship-focused growth engine. Until next time, I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz. Remember, be awesome and keep innovating.